This is the EWN Radio Network. Welcome to Thriving Entrepreneur with your host, Steve Kidd, third-generation minister and business coach. Join Steve and his guests to get answers to your questions and help break through to the next level in your business. Hi, this is Steve, and welcome to another exciting episode of Thriving Entrepreneur. Don't you wish sometimes when you went to a meeting or you went online that your customers would be walking around with a sign that said, I'd like to buy your stuff? Wouldn't that make it so much easier if everywhere you went, the people who should be your customers were holding a sign that they held up to you and said, I'd like to buy what you have right now. If only it was that clear, if only it was that clean, concise, and easy to be able to tell when we have a person who wants to buy from us. Well, the truth of the matter is, is is that our customers don't hold signs, but they do give us signs that show us very clearly that they are ready to buy. The thing is, is that if we don't understand how to identify and then act on these buying signals, we will never be able to know whether our customers are in fact customers or whether they are just people who are friendly and want to have a conversation. Wouldn't you like to know the difference? How would you like to increase your sales without, you know, becoming a sleazy salesperson or those kind of things that you tend to not like. So today I'm joined by my special guest, Nikki Rausch. She is the owner and founder of The Sales Maven. She is going to teach us today about a buying signal. What does it mean when a customer wants to buy and is saying to us, how can we know they are saying to us, that they would like to buy what we have? Join me in welcoming Nikki Rausch. Hi, Nikki. How are you today? I'm fabulous. Hi. So happy to be with you today. Great to have you on the show here with us. Let's start off by having you just tell everybody a little bit about who you are and what's got you to this point in your life. Okay. Well, who I am is I am a sales professional by um, nature, I guess. That's been my experience. I have 20 years of experience in sales. The majority of it was in the technology industry, audiovisual in particular. And in addition to that, I am also a master certified practitioner of neurolinguistic programming with about 1,200 classroom hours, either um, as the student, as an assistant, or even as a trainer. So I combined my sales experience with my NLP background and in 2013 started my own company, which is Sales Maven where I focus specifically on communication skills and selling skills for sales professionals and business owners to really help them connect and make authentic connections with people, increase their rapport, and ultimately be able to ask for the sale and maintain the relationship. So that's, I think, the most important. So that's who I am and that's what I do. Great. So your expertise is not only helping people learn how to sell, but also the verbiage in what they're saying 
that they can sell. So I know one of the big things that you help people with is buying signals. Let's start off with yeah. some real basics. What is a buying signal? A buying signal is really an indication that from the client, from your prospective client, that they're interested in your product or in your service. And when you get a buying signal, and we can talk about what those are, but when you get one, it's so important that you pay attention, that you're on the lookout for them, because you actually then, that's the invitation for you to invite somebody to do business with you. When you get a buying signal, you got it. You have to ask them. You have to invite them to do business with you in order to move the relationship forward. So basically, a buying signal is not necessarily a person coming up to you and saying, hey, can I buy that? But it's things that we do verbally or non-verbally to let people know that we would be interested in buying something. Is that a good way of saying that? That's a great way of saying it. So, yes, it's not um, – a lot of times buying signals are not as obvious as people think that they are. They're not as obvious as saying, like, please take my money. Please let me buy from you, which those are obvious. People get those. The ones that I teach are a little bit more subtle. And the things that when you get those indications from a client, it really is an invitation for you to check it out and go, oh, I need to pay attention here because I think they might have just given me a buying signal, and now it's my my job to invite them to do business with me. And that can come in the format of a question, a statement, and it can also be some nonverbal cues that people will give you too. I mean, it would be wonderful if we just could put up a website and everybody would just flock to us and say, I want to buy your stuff. I want to buy your stuff. <laughs> that isn't real life. So how did you develop a training to help us see when people are saying, you know, I might like to buy your stuff? Well, really this kind of came about from a couple years ago. I was helping to grow somebody else's business and when I started doing that, I was, I was attending a lot of networking events. And when I was attending these networking events, I was hearing people give indications. They were giving these buying signals to someone, and the other person was completely missing it. And that was when I started to realize about, oh, I could really help people here because it would improve the communication between the two parties. It would improve the relationship, and ultimately, it would move them from this place of we're just having a conversation to we're actually doing business together. So that's um, how I kind of came about it. And I started putting a list together of the different buying signals that I was picking up at these networking events. And then when I crafted my five-week training, that was a big part of my, my signature class, which is the Savvy Selling class. A big part of it is around buying signals. And I talk about buying signals all the time. And as a matter of fact, it's probably the one topic that when I talk about it, people, it's like the light go on for people. They go, oh, I didn't even know that was a buying signal. I didn't even know that that was an invitation for me to invite someone to do business with me. Can you give us an example of that? I can. One of my favorite ones is when somebody comes up to you and they make a positive comment, that has the potential to be a buying signal. There's something that, they, that they're interested in or there's something that has propelled them or, or even compelled them to come up to want to share with you. So what happens a lot of times is someone might come up and say, gosh, I really enjoyed what you talked about today and I learned a lot from you. Now, when I hear that, I hear buying signal. Because there's something they got out of it, and chances are the reason they're coming to talk to you is because they might want more. 
So when you get a positive comment from somebody like that, most of the time what people do is they'll go, oh, thank you, and then that's it. But if you say, oh, thank you, I so appreciate this. Now, is this something that you might be interested in us working together on? Then that's that's the time where you've recognized the buying signal and you've taken action on it. You've actually then invited them to do business with you. So positive comments are the ones that probably are really often overlooked because people say, oh, I thought we were just having a conversation or I thought they were just being nice. And they may just be being nice, but it's your job to check it out and find out if it is a buying signal, if it really is an invitation for them to do business with you. So how do we know when we're in a group environment like that, whether the person is just being nice to us or they're genuinely interested? How you know is by inviting them to do business with you. Because if they go, oh, no, that's not for me, that's okay. Now the conversation can move on to something else. At least you've checked it out. So how you really know is by inviting them to do business with you. If you miss that step, chances are you guys will not do business together. If you pick it up and invite them to do business, your chances of getting their business, earning their business, goes up significantly just by asking. So anytime there's an indication like, oh, that might be a buying signal, it's it's my my job as the salesperson or as the business owner to check it out and see. So it's just something as simple as asking or inviting. So you bring up a really good point there. I think often, especially females in business, but I think in general, business owners tend to not want to self-identify themselves as being in sales, if you know what I mean. (laughs) I do. Uh, Why is it so important as a business owner to know what a buying signal is, or or maybe even before that, to, to accept that you're a salesperson? Well, first and foremost, you know, you can have the best product in the world. You can have the value-packed offer there is. And if you don't have skills around selling, it really doesn't matter if you've got the strongest business plan, the best product. You know, you really are the best-kept secret in that in that instance. So anybody who's in business, whether you see yourself as a salesperson or not, there is always a selling component to doing business with anybody. And that could be if you're doing collections for creditors or anything that you're interacting with another person, potential there that selling skills are crucial. Relationship skills, communication skills, all of that to me rolls up under selling skills. I think a lot of times people in more passive industries think that they can opt themselves out of that identification. Whereas even if, I mean, even if you're an author and all you ever do is sit behind your desk and write words, you still want people to buy the book. You know, Mm -hmm. so you can do silly things like eat. You hit it, exactly. It's that you have to be willing to invite people to do business because the truth of the matter is is some people will not give you their business unless you ask, even though they may want to do business with you, but people like to be asked. I love when somebody wants my business and is willing to step up and ask me. Even if I'm not interested now, I may be interested down the road and I'll remember that person. If you do it in a kind, authentic, professional way, it doesn't have to be doesn't have to be pushy, it doesn't have to be aggressive. It can be very conversational and yet you do have to ask. I love anybody <laughs> who has honed their skills, who takes their profession seriously. And, you know, the best are the ones where you feel like, 
oh, I feel like this person is genuinely interested in me, and I feel like they're being authentic. It's not they're reading from a script, and you know that it really doesn't matter if what you say, they know what they're going to say next. The people who are the best understand that this is about relationship. You and I are in a conversation. We're in a relationship right now. And so you have to be invested and interested in me to get my business, period. Again, it boils down to the age-old phrase, we buy from people who we like, admire, and trust. And if we don't like a person, we're not going to buy from them. I use the example often because it's so true. How many times has somebody walked out of a business because the people didn't treat them well? Absolutely. I mean, think about how many times I know I have done this and how many times you have done this and your listeners where you walk into a place of business with the intent to purchase and you feel like the salesperson or the person that's behind the counter helping you is not interested in you and maybe they're maybe they're not even rude. Maybe they're just flatlined. But you kind of get a sense like they really could care less if you're there or not. And how many times you, the person listening or you, Steve, have just turned around and like walked out and gone, well, I'll either buy another time or I'm going to go down the street and give my business to someone else. It's so true because, I mean, these days there's just too many options. Whether it be something as simple as buying a gallon of milk or as advanced as buying your house or a car, um, for every one person you think about doing business with, there's another thousand people in line behind them that would love to do business with you. So why do you need to deal with somebody who isn't there right on the spot for you? Exactly. Really, one of the ways to set yourself apart in your industry and in your business is to really be interested in solving a problem and meeting a need for your clients. Because you're right, people buy from people they know, like, and trust. And when you can increase your likability factor by having good rapport skills, when you can come across credible, which that leads to trust, you make it so easy for your clients to say yes. And they're not interested in doing business with anybody else. I mean, I know I've paid higher prices to continue to work with a person that I really like, who I feel like likes me, than going down the street and giving my business to somebody who they're not that interested. I'd rather pay a higher price and work with somebody who I feel like I'm in, in some type of a relationship with. There are so many companies that are an example of doing better for the customer. The one that we all take for granted these days is Google. I mean, everybody uses Google now, and yet back in 2000, the big search engines were everybody but Google. They came out as the new kid, and all they really had to begin with was a desire to give you the best result for what you were actually looking for as opposed to the other people who you were searching for a recipe on how to cook something, and you ended up getting some highly inappropriate search results. About 80% of the searches are done on Google because they put their customer first. It's the whole idea of building long-term customer relationships, that that is how you can be successful in sales. And that's how my success has happened, too, is that it's always been the relationship comes first, and the sale is kind of the byproduct of the relationship. People will naturally do business because they have a relationship with me. And that has been, hands down, the most successful way that I have continued to earn my customers' business. People don't care how much you know until they know how much you care. I mean, I've used the example before. If you had the cure for cancer, 
and it really genuinely worked in 100% of people who had cancer, you would share that with everybody. You wouldn't hold it to yourself. You wouldn't be like, well, I'm afraid to ask them for the $20 it costs for this. You'd be running to clinics telling people, I've got the cure for cancer. Here, give it to all your patients on chemo right now, and they'll all be cured. We should feel that passionate about whatever it is that we do. And, you know, a lot of, and again, this goes kind of back to how I started sales, Maven, is that I was meeting these people that were super, super passionate, and they were, they were super passionate about their products. They were experts at what they were doing. The piece that they were missing, really, was the, the ability to recognize a buying signal and then invite somebody to do business with them. And some really simple selling skills to go with that can really turn around somebody's business because you do have to be passionate. You do have to care. And you have to understand that the relationship does need to move from like a starting point and progress to the place where you're doing business. It can take some time and some some investment in the relationship. And yet there's steps you can do. There's things you can you can do to move the relationship from let's just be friends to let's do business together. We're going to take a break. And when we get back, we're going to continue discussing how you can recognize and make use of buying signals that come from your customer. We'll be right back. Are you an entrepreneur, coach, or consultant who is tired of constantly searching for the next client? Are you ready to get your expertise out of your head, into the world, and packaged into a profitable online course that delivers a steady stream of your perfect ideal clients to your door and a steady, predictable source of revenue? Hi, this is Janine Blackwell, creator of Create Six Figure Courses Virtual Bootcamp, and I've created my own seven-figure courses, and I've walked hundreds of experts like you through the step-by-step of creating and launching a profitable online course. I'd like to invite you to a free online training I'm hosting for you called The Seven Steps to Creating and Launching Your Profitable Online Course. I'm going to show you exactly how to create your course, market your course, and automate delivery of it so you can get your course up and running fast and have it work for you 24-7. You can grab your spot for this free training at www.createmyonlinecourse.com. So join me at www.createmyonlinecourse.com. Are you ready to be a celebrity expert in your field? Are you your own best kept secret? Do you have talents you want to share with the world? Are you ready to be seen as an authority? Do you have a message you need to share with the world? You know to your core you can help people if you could just reach them. Kathy and I want to help you share your unique brilliance with the world. Are you ready for this? How would you like to be recognized on top media outlets? What would becoming an Amazon bestseller do for your business? How many people could you inspire? And it doesn't take a lifetime. It doesn't take years. It doesn't take months. In fact, in just 60 minutes, you will become a celebrity expert in your field. In 30 days, you will be a best-selling author and you will be seen on NBC, CBS, ABC, CNN, Fox, and the Wall Street Journal. How does this work? Will you be interviewed on our show, Thriving Entrepreneur, which will then be broadcast on Blog Talk Radio, iTunes, Stitcher, and many others, as well as promoted to a network that has a database of over 500,000 people. Your expert interview will be published 
published in your very own book, which is guaranteed to hit best-selling author status on Amazon. Your name and the book title will appear in major media outlets, including ABC, NBC, Fox, CNN. We can guarantee that. Plus, as a bonus, you'll get a custom social media package to promote your book and an MP3 of your interview with five key tips on how you can repurpose the content for marketing and sales. Don't be the best kept secret. Get ready to play an A game and be the authority in your field. Go to wehelpyouthrive.com and click on the authority package to get yours today. Welcome back to Thriving Entrepreneur. So let's talk specifics about how can I recognize if I'm getting specific buying signals. Okay. Well, let me give you a couple. Um, I actually teach 15 buying signals in my in my savvy selling class. So let me give you some of the ones that people are surprised to find out actually are buying signals. So this one in particular is when people ask for a discount. Now a lot of times people go, oh, well, if I don't give them a discount, I'm that's you know they're going to go buy from somebody else. But if somebody is coming to you and asking for a discount, that is a buying signal, period. And so now, whether or not you give them a buy, or you give them a discount is kind of irrelevant. Um, it's now your job to then tell them what you can do. So whether you decide to give them a discount, fine, that's your prerogative. Or if it doesn't make sense to give them a discount, you can still invite somebody to, to do business with you, even if you say no to the discount. And chances are, if you've developed that relationship, you've got that rapport, people will still give you their business. Okay, yeah. what's the second one? Here's another one sometimes people are surprised. is people When people bring up a negative experience that, that they've had in the past with either somebody from your same company or with a different provider, so a different company. Now, a lot of times people go, oh, gosh. When I'm talking to a client and they bring up they've had a negative experience, I'm afraid to ask them for their business. And to me, when that happens, I go, that's a buying signal. They're bringing it up for a reason. They're looking for you to reassure them of how working with you is going to be different. So answer that for them. Tell them what you're going to do so that you do meet their needs and solve their problem. And then invite them to do business with you. Chances are they brought it up for a reason. So now it's your job to invite them to do business. Why did they bring that that up? <laughs> Was it just a random <laughs> conversation? <laughs> yeah, I mean, there's there's a reason. You know, people don't just randomly throw things out very often. There's some intent behind it. And even if they don't even recognize yet that the, you know, this could be at that unconscious level, but there's something there that they're looking for you to respond to and to address. And if you're committed to the relationship and if you're committed that you really do have a product or a service that will solve a problem for them or meet their needs, then it's up to you to tell them how that how their experience with you will be different and then invite them to do business with you. That is a so important point that we can't emphasize enough is 
are you committed to your company and to giving whatever your product, good, or service is to the people that you're doing it? And if if you're not, then I guess the question is, why are you doing it? Yeah, that's a good point. So what is another, uh, what's another example of a specific bu- uh, buying signal that we often don't recognize? Okay, so here's one. This is probably the newest one that I've started teaching, and this came as a result of um, being at a networking event. And it's it's somebody coming up and asking you how or why. And this actually happened to me. I was at a networking event, and a woman came up, and she was sharing about what she did. And, and then she asked, you know, sales maven, what is sales maven? And so I started to tell her and answer her question, and she got this look on her face, and she said to me in a really particular tone, she said, why would anybody need that? Now, my first initial reaction in that moment is I felt like, wow, that feels really rude. <laughs> and I, I kind of felt myself feeling a little defensive. And then I thought, no, you know, what would I tell a client here? What would I tell somebody who works with me to improve their sales? So I, I took a step back and I said, I'm going to take this as if this is a legitimate, a legitimate question, that she really does want to know why anybody would use my services. So I answered the question for her. I talked about the benefits that somebody receives when they overcome that fear of rejection. And she, at the end of my answer to her, she said, oh, like a deep exhale of breath, oh, I see, I could use that. Mm. So then it's my job now to invite her to do business with me. Because even though it felt a little bit pointed or it felt a little bit like confrontational initially, the fact that she asked me the why, I was willing to invest my time and energy to say, this actually may be a legitimate question. And if I do my job to answer it for her, let's see what she says next. And what she says next is, oh, yeah, I could use that. And then now that's a buying signal. So it, it's mm. kind of, you know, it took a couple steps to get there. But by paying attention, by being willing to be invested in the relationship and approaching it that I'm, I'm willing to answer her question as if it's a sincere, legitimate question, then her response back was like, oh, yeah, that's what I needed to know. I really like that one. I don't think we think about that one hardly ever at all. I mean, why did the person take the time to ask us the question in the first place as opposed to just walking on to the other 50 or 100 people that are in the room? Yeah, exactly. I like that. I love it when I have uh, aha moments during the middle of an interview. It's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> Good. Now, I have another cool. one that's similar, similar to that um, with a little story that goes with it, if you're interested. Yes, I am. Okay. So this one, when I say this to people, sometimes they go like, yeah, duh. Um, but when you hear the story, you'll hear how, how this can sometimes, we, we misinterpret things. So when somebody asks you about pricing, it's a buying signal. Now the reason I say, people say, yeah, duh, 
because it seems really obvious, right? They asked about pricing. Of course, it's a buying signal. But here's a situation that happened with one of my clients. She actually called me one day and she said, you know, I'm really struggling with how to handle a situation. I've I've shown up at this networking event the last three times and there's this same woman and every time I talk about what I do, this same woman comes up to me and she gets this look on her face and she says, like, what do you charge for that? And her face is kind of all like tight and kind of scrunched together when she does it and says, what do you charge for that? And now my client says, you know, Nikki, I feel really defensive in that moment because I feel like she's judging me, like I shouldn't be charging for this, like it's not a valid service. And so I stopped her and I said, you know, what I hear when she's asking that question is in my mind, I hear buying signal. I said, so have you asked her? or invited her to do business. And she said, no, I don't think she's interested in doing business with me at all. I said, okay, go back and invite her to sign up for this program you're offering. So a month passed, and we show up. We're at the same networking event, and I see both of the women, and the one with the kind of scrunched-up face and the question, like, how much do you charge for that, stands up and gives a raving review about having done business with my client and how it's changed her whole outlook in this particular area of her life. She now is this raving fan. And so my client and I make eye contact because she knows that even though it felt like the woman was coming across very confrontational to her about her pricing, it was a legitimate buying signal. And by inviting her to do business, she ends up with a great client who's going to refer people to her because she's so happy with the service she received. I encourage each of you, as you're listening, to think back now through some of the conversations you've had, conversations you've had at networking events or maybe even the grocery store where people have asked you questions and you have maybe even felt a little bit offended by the question or uh, concerned why they asked or confused. Ask yourself the question, is that maybe a buying signal? Think about that during this break and we'll be right back. This is the EWN Radio Network. Hi, I'm Sandra Yancey, founder and CEO of eWomen Network. One of my mottos for business owners is, you can't do it alone. Whether you're in the startup stage of your business or you're scaling, you can't grow without relationships to provide support, wisdom, and new customers. eWomen Network is your home to connect with other women entrepreneurs who've been where you are or are experiencing the same challenges. We have chapters across the U.S. and Canada that have monthly events featuring our trademarked process called Accelerated Networking to ensure you get the contacts, resources, and leads you need to grow your business. And once you become a member, you get many benefits, including two one-on-one coaching sessions, unlimited access to our membership database, your own personal profile page, and discounts on products and services with our business partners, such as UPS and American Express Open. Join the eWomen Network community and let us help you live your dream. For details, visit eWomenNetwork.com. Are you ready to be a celebrity expert in your field? Are you your own best kept secret? Do you have talents you want to share with the world? Are you ready to be seen 
as an authority. Do you have a message you need to share with the world? You know to your core you can help people if you could just reach them. Kathy and I want to help you share your unique brilliance with the world. Are you ready for this? How would you like to be recognized on top media outlets? What would becoming an Amazon bestseller do for your business? How many people could you inspire? And it doesn't take a lifetime. It doesn't take years. It doesn't take months. In fact, in just 60 minutes, you will become a celebrity expert in your field. In 30 days, you will be a best-selling author and you will be seen on NBC, CBS, ABC, CNN, Fox, and the Wall Street Journal. How does this work? Will you be interviewed on our show, Thriving Entrepreneur, which will then be broadcast on Blog Talk Radio, iTunes, Stitcher, and many others, as well as promoted to a network that has a database of over 500,000 people. Your expert interview will be published published in your very own book, which is guaranteed to hit best-selling author status on Amazon. Your name and the book title will appear in major media outlets, including ABC, NBC, Fox, CNN. We can guarantee that. Plus, as a bonus, you'll get a custom social media package to promote your book and an mp3 of your interview with five key tips on how you can repurpose the content for marketing and sales. Don't be the best kept secret. Get ready to play an A game and be the authority in your field. Go to wehelpyouthrive.com and click on the authority package to get yours today. Welcome back to Thriving Entrepreneur. Well, great. Then let's move on to, um, you know, not just what are specific buying signals, but how do you even know if you're getting one? I mean, how do you how do you judge between you were using the example of the person who was seeming rude um, and those kind of things? How do you judge between whether they're giving you a buying signal or they're trying to get rid of you? Well, the easiest way to decide if somebody's trying to get rid of you is to just invite them to do business. And then when they tell you no, now you can move on. So instead of spending a bunch more time trying to earn somebody's business who is frankly not interested in what I'm selling, that's okay. I can move on. So, you know, the the really the kind of the the way to drill it down in the simplest way is to invite someone to do business. Now, if they say no, I actually do teach what to do next. And sometimes a no is a, like, hard and fast no. And sometimes a no is just a not yet. And actually, when somebody tells me no, in my mind, I always hear, oh, they just mean not yet. Because either I haven't met their need, I haven't solved their problem, I don't understand enough, you know, what, what it is that they're looking for, I haven't delivered, Or, I mean, there's a lot of reasons people say no, but sometimes it's just about timing. Like they're just, the timing's not right, and that's okay. So what's at risk if we miss a buying signal? Well, a couple things. The the obvious one is you risk losing their business. But one that's not quite as obvious sometimes is 
most of us walk around in our own little world, and we kind of think everything's about us, right? So when somebody says something, sometimes we take it personally because we feel like, oh, gosh, well, obviously they're talking about me because we think everything's about us. And now what can happen is when you miss your client's buying signal, they can walk away and make some assumptions about why you didn't invite them to do business with you. So, for instance, I've actually heard people say this to me. You know, um, I told this person I was interested in doing business, and they never asked me for my business, so I'm just assuming that they're not interested in doing business with me. And yet when you go back to the person, they're like, they gave me a buying signal? I had no idea. So people walk away and they make these assumptions. They might decide, oh, you know, she's like, I got a, I gave Nikki a buying signal. She didn't invite me to do business with her. So either she's not interested in working with me, maybe she doesn't think I'm the kind of client that would be a good fit for her, or she's too busy for my business, or, you know, the worst one, which is probably the least likely to be true, is, oh, she doesn't like me. Because we think mm-hmm. everything's about us. So what's at risk? in addition to losing the sale, is the relationship with that client. That's really important to think of is what does, uh, you, you know, what what is our ultimate reason? Are we just in a networking meeting to hand out a bazillion business cards and get everybody to do business with us? Or are we really truly invested in the in, in the person that we're talking to? You know, I said it before, people don't care how much you know until they know how much you care. One of the things um, I I talk about a lot is make it easy for people to do business with you. And it's actually so much easier for you to close a sale in that moment or book your next time to talk with this person. So even if it's not appropriate right then, like you're not going to sell anything right then, but it is appropriate to say, you know, hey, what do you think about us scheduling a time to chat about this? Do you have your calendar available? I have mine. Let's get an appointment on our books to talk or to follow up with each other because now it's actually easier for them to keep the appointment that's on the books than it is for them to call and cancel. So you made it easier for them to do business with you. Now, if you say, here's my card, call me, now you're making it so much harder. They've got to go through all these steps to get back to this place where they pick up the phone and call you and do business with you. I think it's so important for us to go into it with a plan. We need to know where we're intending to take every person that we meet. I mean, obviously not everybody is going to be your customer, but you have to have a plan of how to go from A to Z. Exactly. I I talk about, you know, know your outcome. You need to know ahead of time, what is your outcome? Like, are you just showing up to pass out business cards? Are you showing up to, you know, potentially meet a new prospective client? Are you showing up to meet somebody who might have a service or a product that you need? But knowing ahead of time, like, I'm on the lookout here. I'm on the lookout to you know, set up some appointments to reconnect with people or I'm I'm looking to invite people to my upcoming event. So how can you have that plan and how can you make it so easy for the other person? You know, every once in a while people I'll meet somebody and they'll say, 
you know, Nikki, I'd really like to get to know you. You know, I'm wondering if we could just set up a time to chat on the phone. And I'll say, sure, I, I like to get to know people. Great, let's let's get to know each other. And they'll say, um, here's my calendar. You know, go, go to this link, log on, um, pick the time, and then, you know, we agree on a time, and I go to their calendar, and the time's not available. And then I'm like, well, now I have to go through how many steps so you can get to know me. So make it easy for your clients. You know, schedule it right then and there. Get it on your calendar, your follow-up to meet with them, or, um, you know, don't push it back onto your prospective clients. They should not have to be tracking you down, jumping through hoops to work with you. Oh, absolutely. Um, you know, I mean, I think it, it segues perfectly into the whole concept of knowing what to do next. I mean, you get a buying signal. So you've listened to everything we've talked about and you've now become really good at catching when somebody's giving you a, a buying signal or a potential one. You even heard, uh, you've heard Nikki tell us, look, when somebody does it, just, you know, be, be graceful enough to just say, hey, how would you like to do business? Um, you know, and uh, let them say yes or no. So what if they... Um, what if they do then say, well, yeah, I, um, I'd like to know more. What do we do next? So, well, one of the things is you might even clarify for them. So I know you said you'd like to know more. What would be the best way for me to get that information to you? Like ask them because they'll know the answer. They're going to be able to tell you how they want it or how, how – what they're interested in. And if they're not sure, then it's a good idea to make have some suggestions. You could say, you know, for instance, I have my calendar available. Do you have yours available? We can actually schedule a, a follow-up call. So you've got to take these steps because if you just leave it in like la-la land, like maybe we'll get back together or, you know, look at it and let me know what you think, um, again, you're making it so hard for them to get back in touch with you. So sometimes, you know, there's some language pieces that I teach. You know, one of them you've heard me say now, you know, let's get this on, on, on our schedules. Do you have your calendar available? And then you just wait because people say yes or no or they'll go, you know, I think I'd rather – take a look at it some other way, you know, at least they're going to tell you what to do. Um, you know, another thing too is should we plan to have that delivered? <laughs> so should we plan to have that delivered to you next week? If they're giving you a buying signal and you say something like that, now they're going to go yes or, oh gosh, no, I need a little bit more information before I make a buying decision. It's essentially like you're checking in to see am I on the right track? And if I'm not on the right track, I can switch. I can I can change directions. It's like I think I'm headed to Portland, and then all of a sudden I realize I've veered off now and I'm I've gone off track here. So now I need to get back on track and you know head to Portland. I don't just go oh I veered off track so I just turn around and go home. I want to stay engaged with that person and find out what what do they need in order to make a decision. Um, somebody came gave, came up with the the number one excuse that everybody always uses. How much is it? You know, they use that as a put off for uh, you know getting a person off track of their process by saying, "Oh well, I'm interested in that. How much is that?" Then obviously you'd like to get one, right? 
because price only becomes an issue if it's something you want to buy. It wouldn't matter if it's a dollar or a million dollars. If you don't want one, it's still too much. Well, and sometimes it's good to know that too because why waste your time talking to somebody if they're making a decision just based on if it's $5 more than they plan to spend. In this whole process, what is possibly the most surprising thing for people uh, to learn about buying signals? I think the most surprising thing is that um, that buying signals show up in all different kinds of ways and in all different conversations. You know, there's that really traditional of like, okay, I have this prospective client. We've set up a time to sit down and talk. So I understand that there's a conversation that needs to happen and I have this process. Well, you know, the world as it is today, just about anybody could be a prospective client depending on your product or service. And so you need to be on the lookout for these, even in places where you might even be surprised. I had a client that I worked with who um, she had a service-based business, and every two weeks she went and got her nails done. And so when she was getting her nails done, the woman that was doing her nails would always bring up stuff about my client's service-based business. And she would say things like, gosh, it must be really hard for you um, because people probably only come and see you one time. What it boils down to is they happen in these times where we're not in, we're not in business sales mode and yet we need to be. Yeah, I think it's so important that we uh, you know, are, are invested enough in the person that we ask them those kind of questions. Um, you know, rather than just being derailed because we were we had a plan, that we just ask them, well, what did you mean by that? Or, um, you know, why are you asking me that question right now? We were talking earlier about price. You know, if a person asks you how much it is, well, why do you want to know how much it is? I mean, why, <laughs> why in the middle of why I'm saying something that has nothing to do with the price of it, are you asking me what the price is? You know, uh, is this your way of, of, of trying to get me to shut up and be done? Or are you actually genuinely interested? You know, sometimes with price, too, is that people will ask a question like about price, but what they really want to know is are there payment options available? But they'll, mm-hmm. they'll say it about price because they don't always know to say, what I'm really wanting to know is could I pay you in three increments instead of having to pay all of it up front, you know? So, again, these are those places when you might need to check and see. So what is it about price that you're most interested in knowing? And then now they now that kind of puts it back on them to think, well, actually what I really want to know is do you accept payments versus, like, mm-hmm. what is the hard you know, what's what's the bottom line price? That's not always what people are asking for. And yep. and, and I used to play a game with my salespeople where it was like um, answer everything except for yes to that question. And then I would keep bringing them back to the actual question I asked because I think often we we fall into the trap of not asking a question or asking the question and then not getting the answer from it. And 
What we need to learn is is that how much is it, all those kind of things. None of those answers are important if the person isn't interested. And the simple question I was asking them is, if it's affordable to you, do you want one? And if the answer is no, that's okay. I can live with no. You're so right. You're absolutely right. That's that, um <laughs> That's one of those things again by testing the waters and it sounds like that what we what I know that as is a trial close. You know, so if I could yes. demonstrate to your satisfaction that we could meet your needs and solve your problems, is this something you'd be interested in? And if the person says no, okay. So why are we in this conversation? Is it time to wrap it up and move on to something else? And ultimately, that's what it's all about is is that we're passionate about what we do, and we want to help people and yeah. the only way we can do that is is to make the offer because the truth of the matter is 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 that everybody buys everything they want. We find a way to get money for anything if it's important enough to us. Hallelujah, that is so true. That is so true that, you know, it's it's the, the – you'd be surprised what people are willing to pay if you have um, met their need or solved their problem. See, oh, Warren Buffett said this quote, price is what you pay, value is what you get, that you're about demonstrating value because then price is kind of irrelevant. If they understand the value – it's not about the price. Even when people are asking about price, sometimes it is about they're just looking for a solution. And sometimes it's not even about you providing the solution. Um, it's about you giving them options. You know, when I was I was helping to grow somebody else's business, and I was um, she's a trainer, and I was selling people into her training classes. And more times than not, people would come up and they would go, gosh, you know, it's a lot of money, and you know, what are what are my options here? And so once I would start giving them some options about payment plans, I would say seven out of ten times, they would end up just putting the whole thing on their credit card. And they just needed to know that there were choices, that there were options available. And then all of a sudden, it was so easy for them to say yes. In fact, I'll never forget um, an old friend of mine uh, was teaching me back I was like 19 or 20 at the time and he was teaching me about sales and he said, no, you got to understand. I was in this house with this old guy and um, I told him, you know, based on your credit, the only way we can do this is if you put a hundred dollars down, I just talked to the, you know, cause he was the owner of the company. He's like, I just talked to the manager of the credit company and they said that the only way they'll finance you is, is if you put at least a hundred dollars down. Um, and the old guy kept going, no, 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 I just can't do 100, I can't do 100, I can't do 100. And he's like, he finally got him to say, okay, if I could do it for 50, I will do it. And he goes, okay, fine, I, I will make it work. Um, I've done business with the credit company for like 25 years, so they'll do it if I tell them to. We'll do $50. The guy whipped out a $100 bill out of a stack of $100 bills and said, can you make change for 100 <laughs> I love that story so much. And that's so, I mean, that sometimes people, that's the other thing too, is that uh, sometimes people want some kind of concession. It's not, it's not necessarily like the guy didn't have the hundred dollars. He wanted a concession made. He wanted to feel like he was in control 
right? That that it was that uh, that you're gonna you're gonna bend over backwards to earn his business, and now he'll give you his business. One thing I want to make sure that we do is is that you give people an opportunity to know how they could work with you further. I'm sure there's people that would like to dive really deep into this with you. What could a person do to contact you and uh, begin doing work with you? Well, thank you for asking, first of all. And, yes, people can work with me. I would love to work with anybody who's interested in learning more about this. So there's a couple ways that you can work with me. One is I have my signature sales program, which is called Savvy Selling. It's a five-week teleclass, so you can call in from anywhere. It comes with um, a workbook for each training module. There's five training modules, and it includes some group, some group coaching. So that's the signature. That's kind of the starting place for people. And then I also do um, private coaching, and those are my – VIP programs. So for people that really want to dive deep into their business and want for all of the coaching to be tailored to their specific business where we work on language around your specific business, your offer, um, how to it really it's about how to how to add small little tweaks to what you're doing and saying now to be more effective. It's not about throw out everything you've ever learned and learn a whole new thing. It's like let's start with where you are and then let's um let's let's just tweak it just a little bit so you can be more effective. You can build relationships, build rapport and be able to ask for the sale and keep the relationship going. So you can visit my website, which is www.YourSalesMaven.com. Of course, you can find me on Twitter at YourSalesMaven. You can find me on Facebook under YourSalesMaven. That's YourSalesMaven.com, Y-O-U-R-S-A-L-E-S-M-A-V-E-N.com. I encourage all of you to just run out there and what Nikki can do to help you begin to sell it with grease and ease. So Nikki, we like to leave people with something that they can actionably take action on right now. Like today, at the very latest this week, what is the number one thing a person can do um, to recognize, to begin putting to practice whatever buying signals in their in their business right now? So take that, I think it was the first one that I gave, start to be on the lookout when somebody comes up and they make a positive comment to you about your business, your product, your service, then be on the lookout for those and then invite them to do business. Invite them to do something more with you. That's your action item. Look for those positive comments and then invite people to do business with you. You'll be surprised at how quickly your sales will go up. So, number one, look for what people are saying. Uh, you know, my dad used to say, there's a reason why God gave you two ears and one mouth. It's so that you listen twice as much as you talk. Um, <laughs> I drive my wife insane because the one thing that I've developed is an ability to be able to listen to people. And it drives my wife crazy. She's like, there's all this silence while you're waiting for somebody to say something. And I just can't be quiet. I start talking and I'm like, you got to understand the silence is powerful. The people will begin to say to you the things that they want. They'll actually just come right out and tell you, you know, if the program had four payments instead of three, I would totally have done it. Okay. When I find myself 
talking, 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 and I go, <gasps> stop talking. I'm selling past the clothes. I need to wait. Mm-hmm. That's so impactful. I hope that some people will take some advice from that, too, and know not only when to recognize the buying signals, but also when to stop selling and just take yes as an answer. (laughs) Yeah, sometimes a credit card is just that is the answer. They're handing you the money. They're handing you the credit card. It's a done deal. Yeah, don't try to talk them out of it. Just be willing to take their money and sell them an excellent service, you know? (laughs) Exactly. Well, Nikki, I really appreciate you taking the time with us here today. Um, I do hope that people will go to your website. Uh, Give that to us one more time. It's yoursalesmaven.com. So Y-O-U-R-S-A-L-E-B-E-N.com. Yoursalesmaven.com. Yeah, check out Nikki's website, her Facebook page, all of those things, and see how she can help you be more impactful with your sales and with selling in your company. Nikki, thank you so much for spending time with us here today on the show. Thank you for having me. It was a pleasure. Thank you so much, Nikki, for being on the show today. We appreciate you taking the time to share your brilliance with us and help us when we're in conversations with potential or future clients to recognize buying signals. I hope you have a really great day. In the meantime, all of you out there, remember, you are uniquely brilliant. You were created for a purpose The world needs you. So go out and live your life as a thriving entrepreneur. Join us next week where we will be joined by April Adams and she's going to actually help us learn how to find fulfillment right here, right now in our lives today. Until then, live your life as a thriving entrepreneur. We'll talk to you next time. Thanks for listening to Thriving Entrepreneur today. If you want to get your question answered, send an email to questions at wehelpyouthrive.com. We look forward to you joining us again next time. Are you ready to be a celebrity expert in your field? Are you your own best kept secret? Do you have talents you want to share with the world? Are you ready to be seen as an authority? Do you have a message you need to share with the world? You know to your core you can help people if you could just reach them. Kathy and I want to help you share your unique brilliance with the world. Are you ready for this? How would you like to be recognized on top media outlets? What would becoming an Amazon bestseller do for your business? How many people could you inspire? And it doesn't take a lifetime. It doesn't take years. It doesn't take months. In fact, in just 60 minutes, you will become a celebrity expert in your field. In 30 days, you will be a best-selling author and you will be seen on NBC, CBS, ABC, CNN, Fox, and the Wall Street Journal. How does this work? Will you be interviewed on our show, Thriving Entrepreneur, which will then be broadcast on Blog Talk Radio, iTunes, Stitcher, and many others, as well as promoted to a network that has a database of over 500,000 people. Your 
expert interview will be published in your very own book, which is guaranteed to hit best-selling author status on Amazon. Your name and the book title will appear in major media outlets, including ABC, NBC, Fox, CNN. We can guarantee that. Plus, as a bonus, you'll get a custom social media package to promote your book and an mp3 of your interview with five key tips on how you can repurpose the content for